2: Welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with
1: Becca
3: and Jess. Oh, yeah, baby. Back. (laughs) One slurp. Well, if you hear that sound, it means it's Friday, Friday. Gotta get done on Friday. The weekend. Is, I, don't remember, I don't know
4: the song anymore do you guys hear is it just me or do you hear extra voices evan why well, no i mean i haven't heard an extra voice
3: yet but i i mean i'm hearing that i'm, but I'm here good. i heard a third like there's a third <laughs> Friday, and Friday. you know i'm not get down if you yeah i mean like if you listen to us you know what you're getting is like the lowest level of intelligence.
4: Yeah, you know, I get I get DMs <laughs> saying that we're supposed okay. to listen to this other podcast. That yeah, talks because about it's the like because we do a shitty job of
3: it. We're <gasps> like people that go on and be like, "This is how you need to live your life," and then there's actual doctors out there who are like, "Oh, ed- educated in the system," mm-hmm. and we are the antithesis of that. So we thought it was appropriate to bring on doctors. Uh, that's yeah, what, that's what I call them, doctors. Yeah. And these guys are. I would say well versed. They're not just doctors, they're authors. Authors, doctors. Well versed is not even an appropriate term to use when it comes to these guys. But we have on what, our podcast. How else would you guys right describe now? yourselves? I don't know. I mean, I've never
5: been described as a doctor, that's for sure. I mean, He's
2: been described as a warlock.
5: I have been described as a warlock, an edgelord. <laughs> a vampire. Sometimes I'm called uh, a vampire.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Things of that nature. We have you know? A vampire, warlock, doctor, author. <laughs>
3: And they are Good legends. Kid. That is the voice of Bachelor Clues and Pace Case, <laughs> the Hello. legends themselves. They're hey guys. Here. Hi. Thank you so much for, thank having, you us. for having us. This is a great honor intro. for us. This is huge, man, because the, these people are the OGs and Jess and Becca have been friends with them forever. Have talked with them forever and we, I mean, listen, I'm not saying we're special. I'm not saying that we I have an incredible right ability now, to
4: pull guests, but like, this is the first in
3: person <laughs> interview.
4: All they, I know is it's unofficially official that they denied Beck and Jess and said they only yeah, yeah, come. I'm not saying on they did those, mm-hmm. but look at the facts. They're here <laughs> and they're not on theirs. <laughs> I, I didn't say that you said it. Just saying. You know it. Mean? I'm, just saying I'm just saying it too.
3: They might have the pull in the industry, but we are likable. Yeah. And that's just who we are. Yeah, It's sad for Rebecca and Jess how
4: That's exactly what are. we
5: said. Jess was like, do you guys want to come on our show? And we said, is there somebody more likable mm-hmm. that we could talk <laughs> right. to? Someone
2: who's doing their own research into right. The Bachelor doesn't really trust, you know, the facts. Right. That's, We're not facts based. who we
3: We're like right. to hang facts with. Facts to us are irrelevant. We yeah. follow feelings. This is an emotion podcast. Fantastic. Um, you guys released a book Yeah, And when this book showed up at the house, I was like, what is this book? And then I saw who was like, oh my gosh, it's from them. And you open it up. And when you first open this book up, you're thinking, you know, coffee table book at first. You're thinking, open it up. Maybe there's some fun pictures in there. No, no, no. This is a curriculum. (laughs) Mm And that's why I said doctors. This is not, this is a, this is a scientific journal. Yeah. In writing it. I mean, our whole
5: idea for this book originally was that the bachelor is a sport And part of recognizing that and analyzing it as a sport means that you get to break it down. Statistically, just like baseball, football, basketball, hockey all have been for many decades at this point. And so we watched everything in the bachelor, not bachelorette, but just the bachelor season one, episode one through season 25, episode 12 in order on two times speed meticulously recorded. Every play that's ever been made, every tear that's ever been shed, kiss that has ever been planted. And that book, is the statistical result of everything that's ever been done in the game with strategies based on those statistical metrics to teach you how to do what you should be doing in any given situation, how you can effectively, in quotes, win The
3: Bachelor.
2: There's a few pictures, so, so, so it's true for the, the coffee game. table as sure. well. Yeah. You know, it's definitely <laughs> for the coffee table as well, but I just was
3: not expecting the level of depth. And just going through it, what's awesome about it too is it just has this like hilarious Dude. tone to it because you're, le- you're looking Thank at it and, and the words themselves are like so serious. But then the overall tone is like breaking down the show in a super serious way, which is I- extremely enthralling cuz the second you start reading it you're like, "What? Wait, what? That does make sense. Oh my god, I did see that. Wait, I'm seeing that again. Wait, how? Like with all these predictable I, metrics that are in yeah. unbelievable. I love yes. this. I mean they created huju. Yes. Yeah, we which did. Which is
4: insane.
3: Which is the can you can you describe this to our beloved listeners?
4: I'll let uh,
2: Clues take this yeah, one since this is his favorite sub-sport. Well, we very early on
5: recognized that like all sports have their own lexicons. Like in baseball, there's a hundred different ways you can call something a home run, a dinger, going yard, a homer, or whatever. Um, and so we thought if we're going to treat this like a sport, we need to have a lexicon that describes all the different plays that players can make or the different circumstances in the game. And so uh, Huju was one of the first ones that we came up with, which is a shortened version of Hug Jump. Which is what all the players do when they run to the guy. <laughs> Usually it's in late phases of the regular season toward hometowns, but now we're seeing it very early. People are doing it on group dates. You'll see people sprinting away from the pack to get in an early hooju in like week two or three, <laughs> right. which is fantastic. But uh yeah, we really like the hoojus, and that term now has been sucked up into the game itself. Producers use it, they call it that to players when they're telling them what to do. We've seen Tyler Cameron use it in an entertainment weekly or e online. Mm interview we've seen jesse palmer use it in the official bachelor instagram page in the comments so
2: we saw blake Moynes use it when he won the finale of katie thurston season in that post crazy yeah, yeah, it is awesome. Wow, we're we're trying to get it on
3: the show of it too. I pulled it up. because it's just so yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> I like the <laughs> earmarks. Like stra- yeah, I, I was like through, I was like, "Yeah, I
4: was like, that's that's not the book they just bought." us. So you have your own copy this one, this out one, here. Well, I had an, I had, I, well, well worn, released. well worn, dude. Spine broken.
3: <laughs> I had an early release, and uh, this has been sitting. And I'm like, dude, this
4: studied. Well, Once what you I'm read that, you will be
2: a doctor. So
4: I'm impressed. Evan's always like, I don't read. I don't read. Right. <laughs> and then he's over here secretly just got his own playbook. This thing's weathered. Dude, <laughs> I gotta get my like info in. Then there's another there's
3: mm. another one in here, and it's the house strategy section. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. there's an awesome the- illustration of two women eating spaghetti next to each other. There was one specific little subcategory here that I identify with extremely strong, and we talk about it all the time, which is they're always listening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we always talk about this because we're like on multiple levels there's this thought of like did you forget you're on a television show?
4: And how long did it take you to forget?
3: Because they'll just
4: yeah. act normal
3: and then all of a sudden they'll just say things where it's like that's lived that was forever and you're not trying to be a villain you're just a normal person on the show and you're saying crazy stuff well, that like you're gonna have to pay for what's it later. Her,
4: what's your face? Cassidy at the very beginning of this season where it was like She's like coaching people on how to get through this. Like she's coming in so confident. And then you literally have her on tape on camera being like, yeah, I'm seeing this other dude at home.
2: Wait, yeah. I don't recognize that voice. I thought Cassidy was always Bane' voice. Oh,
4: oh no! no. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Sorry, <laughs> sorry.
3: <laughs> well, we're just trying to, like, you know, because we don't know if you know long this. T- so I'm long familiar. time listener, first
2: yeah. time caller. <laughs> <Halloween. laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yes. hey, you guys are our first ever in person interview. Yeah. So wow. And you guys, it's an esteemed position. Each other as well,
5: right? Yeah, we started yeah. doing it in person, but then once the pandemic hit and everybody yeah. was locked down, we started zooming, and now that's so easy. What we do? Yeah. Con- For every episode really but uh the thing you're talking about always being recorded i mean there's there's a lot of nuance to that idea because yes you're always being recorded but the producers also get to decide as grocery store joe put it on clickbait (laughs) in quotes who you wind up being the Uh. cut that they're going to give of you that will depend on how far you go in the game if they know you're a ring winner you're going to get protected if they know that you could potentially be the next bachelorette you're going to get protected even if you're going to be a favored player that might wind up on paradise or something they're going to protect you in the edit so you can say whatever you want i would point you to like uh, becca kufrin on bachelor in paradise season seven the most recent uh, season virtually not in the document they completely removed her in order to protect her because she is going to be now in a successful relationship with the big body trash can
3: Uh, Thomas Thomas Jacobs, Jacobs. (laughs) big body trash can. I love that.
5: Yeah. But she's also the host of one of their company podcasts where Uh Warner Brothers gets kind of double dip into the profits. They make money off the show and they make money off the podcast, which uphold whatever the narratives are that are promoted in the show. So she can kind of do whatever she wants as can grocery store, Joe Natasha Parker at this point, Tia Booth. Anybody who's on one of those shows is safe. They're protected.
2: Players have been, messing this up since season one though we saw shannon oliver yeah, season one during her fantasy suite gets in a fight with alex michelle the bachelor and they think they're in a closed door but they're filming from outside the window and they still have their mics on and so i think people forget every season i think you just get used to the camera being in front of you i forgot right now that we're being recorded
3: that's true right you like it does i just feel yeah. so comfortable <laughs> well yeah, I and that, like, it's, it's like the, it's like the it's like the shanae thing that happened you know like uh, when everyone's in the, in the family room or whatever like talking about her and then mm. she's like fakely lying on the bed I like love that and yeah. then all of a sudden she just goes <laughs> and Absolutely. then stands up and just goes what? <laughs> yeah and i'm just going okay so obviously they were talking and the, the producers ran over and like set her up and did all that but the girls were just sitting there like going off on her and i'm just always wondering that- like That's produced too,
5: though. those are called girl chats. So the producers will say you, you and you come here, sit on this couch, talk about Shanae." whether Shanae is actually listening to them or not. I don't know. That could have been completely acted. I'm not positive that she actually was listening to them through the doorway or through the uh, the wall. But I mean, everything you see on the show is orchestrated. And I think a lot of people don't quite understand that it's really pro wrestling, like 100 percent. And the villains are made into villains. They're Like, yes, she's saying what she's saying. I'm not saying she's not, but in some cases she's not because they will cut their dialogue it's together so, to hmm. make them say things they never said.
4: It's interesting because Becca has like, like half and half, in her opinion, she's like, it's half and half. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's like they're they're forcing a the, uh, natural situation to get exacerbated. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's not like Shanae. it's not like producers asked her to do whatever the hell she's doing. She did that. And then they're like, that's awesome now let's just keep cycling that through let's keep creating Mm -hmm. those situations at least as far as like the way she explained it she's like so much of what happens through their interactions is still there but like the i like far as staging things going or like the one that stands out to my mind is the girl i forget what season but she had the champagne bottle kelsey, kelsey weir, weir and hannah yeah. Ann sluss and it was She's like, the one pictured that's in that huju drawing so obvious oh that's hilarious yeah it's so obvious though that they like they allowed her to set up her little experience and then just immediately brought someone to it and it's yeah. like that stuff to me is like that's not that girl's fault that she just producers just told her there's a bottle of champagne there you should take him here of course or the cell phone plant where it was yeah, the other big fight about the guy <laughs> i hall What the (gasps) fuck? Anyone who actually thinks that he just is opening up a cell phone? Yes. A a producer (laughs) left their cell phone who has like an hour long... Lock, you know, yeah. like oh, after yeah. my phone's been locked for an hour because of yeah. the masks, okay. and it was oh, open Lord, to right. the
2: thing that had <clears throat> do all the hotel numbers. That's what like, they that said. Dude, yeah. fuck is that? that is you know, what they be, said. Yeah. Oh my
4: god, yeah. Have you ta- I mean, literally, it's so hard to just slide your mask to keep your FaceTime thing on, so you don't have to use. Like, seriously, Hey, those producers, every second matters, and if they can right.
5: save time by not having to, <laughs> of right? course, it's all lies. But I mean, that's what the that's what the show is. It's creating this product that. I mean, we don't have these numbers. I'm super curious about them always. How much of the audience watching the show believes it's all real versus how much of the audience believes most of it is not? I don't know. I think it's probably more believe it's all real than not. I think it's like pro wrestling,
3: right? Like, honestly, like if you were to talk to a pro wrestling fan and be like, be honest with yourself. Is The Rock actually acting? They'd be like, well, yeah, but then they turn it off the second they get to the honda center but also they're, because they're wanting it to be real they're wanting it to be wild they're also, wanting it to be fun like you don't want to watch it while if you think it's fake so like sure. i honestly think there's a level of like when we watch it the more people that watch it have this thought of like was that a setup and then they just go oh, shut up yeah, yeah. but I want also, it to be real you know they
4: also don't not i mean this is where to me i'm like well you guys are the experts so this is where i here i am literally just being like no there's it's it's real there's parts of it. Yeah, yeah, really
3: yeah. I did like that moment. It's very he, goes, he breaks it down, and then you go, "Well, actually, um, there. It, it was. It's not. Well, not it man, playing the It's like it
4: is coming out of nowhere. Oh, of course, sure, of course. Sure. But Rebecca, I appreciate you, know, you defending yeah. your faith. Yeah. No, well, it'd be interesting to have her. it be interesting For to have sure. her talk about
5: that because, like, she made a very deep run in season 22 and was one of the best players, certainly of that season, in some ways of all time.
2: One of the best RQs.
5: Yeah, one of the best rose quotients that we've ever seen. But uh I think different players get different treatment as well. And so you can't uniformly say like, well, yeah, right, right, it's right. this much real and this much not. Some players' yeah. entire experiences are fabricated. If you look at like Olivia Caridi, uh, they made her a villain out of nothing. She literally did no villainous behaviors and they cut her into a villain just because they needed one mid-season. Because you
4: have to have one.
5: Just like pro wrestling. You have to have the heel yeah, character so that the audience can hate them. And now they, again, further that narrative on all the company podcasts. They'll have the people who are supposedly victimized by the villain show up on those podcasts to shit talk the villain without the villain being there uh, to be able to defend themselves.
2: Yeah. They never bring the villains on. That's right. And you're also never going to see something like a champagne gate happen to a front runner. You're never going to see Susie Evans's cherished champagne that she brought from home explode in her face. That's actually a fake champagne bottle. That's not going to happen because she's yeah, a yeah. front runner. They protect her. They, they, give her her little mini dates and
5: as you've seen with her edit, she's, she's, she's barely in the show so that you can't form any opinion of her because there is a, a portion of bachelor nation, the audience that is uh, you know, very enthusiastic, shall we say? And if they don't like you, you're done.
0: Okay, broads, interrupting the bros. Listen, if you're the type of person that can like visualize a goal and then immediately know uh, what you need to do to get there and then actually follow through to the end, I love you, but I cannot relate to you, okay? (laughs) Some of us, definitely including myself here, need a little help making those types of changes. I've tried a lot of things, but the one thing I want to tell you about today is fabulous. It's been a total game changer for me.
1: This app is such a good idea. Okay, Fabulous is the habit-changing app. It gives you the tools and skills you need to feel healthier, more productive and fulfilled and it'll help you break free of negative habits while helping you build new healthy habits that actually stick using behavioral science. So, I mean, speaking from experience, A lot of people have really big, lofty goals, me, that never quite make it off the ground, me, because there's no (laughs) small steps in place to help you get there. So, Fabulous is there to help. It'll help you break down your long term healthy habits and goals into small tasks that you can do daily. And before you know it, what was once a long term goal is now a reality. Mm
0: -hmm. And here's an example this year,
1: I just want to be better at
0: taking care of myself overall. I can tend to ignore those necessities because of life and it can seem daunting. But with the help of Fabulous, the goal is now divided up into daily tasks like drinking more water, first and foremost, 30 minutes of being outside, unplugging before bedtime. You get the idea. Uh, And let me tell you, those tasks really do add up Fabulous helps me track my progress and keeps me in line all year long. It's been a really great accountability partner to help me achieve those goals. And it's reminding me to drink my water every day. Yes. I have it right here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Start building your ideal daily r- routine with Fabulous Premium. You're going to get 25% off Fabulous Premium by going to thefab.co slash chatty. That's the fab f a b dot co slash chatty for 25% off fabulous premium that's the fab.co slash chatty
0: look broads uh i don't care if your man is the most hygienic person on the planet everyone can use a little assistance to keep those parts squeaky clean i mean it only makes sense after all the groin is the most odor-prone area of the body and a breeding ground for bacteria. Del- okay. Delightful, right? Uh, not quite, but that's where Ballsy comes in. Hey, and Valentine's Day is
1: right around the corner. Yeah. It's perfect. Ballsy makes quality, long-lasting products, specially formulated to keep him comfortable, confident, and super clean. Each product is made from the best ingredients, like essential oils and plant extracts. You're never going to find any sulfates, parabens, synthetic dyes, or anything else that could diminish <clears throat> the jewels. If you or your guy are a little confused on exactly what products you need, head to Ballsy's website and take their starter quiz. It's going to help you create a customized system to help keep things neat and tidy or go straight for the sack pack which includes all of Ballsy's best-selling products, Mm -hmm. Sack
0: Pack. The Sack Pack. Uh, We all know Valentine's Day, like this thing is right around the corner, and a gift set from Ballsy makes the perfect Valentine's Day treat. And let's be honest, we all know I will be using it on Valentine's Day with my partner. Yay, love the balls. So far, Ballsy has over 200,000 happy customers, and it's uh, for a good reason. But hey, if you get something that doesn't quite work, no problem. Ballsy has a 30-day money-back guarantee on all purchases. Nice.
1: So keep the funk off your man's junk, Mm -hmm. right? now, if you go to BallWash.com and put in promo code ChattyBrods20, you'll receive 20% off. That's 20% off plus free shipping when you go to BallWash.com and put in promo code ChattyBrods20. And that's my favorite website name.
3: When you guys watch the show now, how do you watch it? You know what I mean? Because like we we watch it. Oh my
4: god! Because we I watch swear. it and we're like, no, dude, we, this is insane. You know? Because yeah. we
3: watch it and we and we we are like the thirteen year old kid who goes to WWE. Like we are forcing ourselves to believe in Santa. Yeah. Because yeah. we f- like we fight against it because it just and we're also much more gullible than you clearly are. Um, <laughs>
2: I'm pretty and gullible. I, you know what I mean, so we kind of tend to get like really wrapped up in it,
3: um, <laughs> even though deep down we do know, but. So when you watch it, what's the like? Where do you? What's the enjoyment sec- section of it for you? Is it like, oh my, I like thinking like a producer and like watching the art of the creation? Yeah. Is it like I like to kind of blind myself to the reality? Like, what is your experience now?
2: For me, I'm watching it hunched over, just typing the entire time. I'm collecting all of the statistics. So whenever they're playing certain certain plays, we keep track of. So. One of our biggest terms that we use is the PTC, which is the personal tragedy card. So whenever someone plays that <laughs> one
3: of one of our favorites. That's a huge yeah.
2: move. And usually I'll say like this might be my play of the game, this might be my play of the game for a few different things. We're counting the tears, the kisses. So it's more statistical and like what is a good play. So like this past week, um, I really liked Gabby Wendy getting down on the ground and having the dog make out with her. I thought that was a really good play. I really liked Susie Evans's mini date where she unroasted Clayton and gave him all the compliments and stuff.
6: Mm-hmm. But
2: also the dramatic moments where they play their PTC, usually that's played at the night portion of the date, and... There's different structure to a PTC that you want, but you want it to be believable and genuine and you want to show how it has affected your life and how it has changed you to the person you are now, which makes you ready for this love adventure.
5: Wow. Yeah, yeah. I, I just watch it like a sport, kind of like a sport mixed with the Matrix. Like it's just a wall of numbers <laughs> to me now. And uh,
3: <laughs> Yeah, like if I was watching it with you, I wouldn't see it. It I would mean, just be numbers flashing. I <laughs> it's mean, navigating. Chad used to
2: watch it like this. He was just taking a picture of everything on the that. screen.
5: I'm typing notes with one hand and like taking pictures of my TV screen with the other hand, so I can make a million memes. But uh, for me, it really is like watching a sport. I like seeing new plays or new play styles emerge that we haven't seen before or in a long time. Like Shanae Ankney, for example, is like a I classic villain. We've, we've never seen something like that That's since 2016. I was going to say, this
4: is to me, I was going to ask your opinion. I don't mm-hmm. feel like it's fabricated at all. I think oh, she's like, interesting. What? I think it is. 100%. Oh, you think 100%. she's like, you a think, well, do you think like they're asking, sort of, are you, like, do you think <laughs> they're asking her to do these things or like, yeah. So, okay. So then you think producers are being like, we want you to do X, Y, and Z.
5: I think they have basically made a, a,
3: backroom deal with her to be on paradise if they if she delivers the drama wow yeah it's funny you said that we haven't seen someone like her in a while and there's obviously yeah. a lot to talk about there we can get there but like my whole feeling with her is like every villain and let, let me be all i'll just be very honest with you too uh, i haven't watched enough to have a, a formulated opinion on this this <laughs> is just bullshit but doesn't like, matter
6: this is, this, is, this is bro science all the uh, way
3: but it's like real science it's real science to me and i think that's what matters you have the microphone um, yeah so. i'm talking now so yeah. it's true okay. um, <laughs> all the other villains i've seen there's a level of like they're playing a character i sense the character i sense the over the top thing the queen victoria kind of like you know it's like when you watch american idol Back in the yeah. day, and then someone would come on and be like, I'm a good singer, and then they'd sing horrible, and you're like, oh, you're just an insane person, or you're so, like, out of your mind that, like, this is a reality to you, but Shinee, like, with the acting, and, like, the, the fake crying, and then being like, got him and then nailed it, and, like, all this kind of stuff, it feels a lot more psychopath like it feels That's like i'm watching am. her going like this is what she i do enjoys it
4: she enjoys it she's so like this is much. what i do with
3: my boyfriends in the past i manipulate them i use them i make i get them to do what i want i cry when i'm thing, and i get the whatever and then i'm off yeah. yeah there's something about her that feels a lot more scary than previous ones but you're saying that there's it's just she's just maybe more talented at it
5: uh no, I mean, she's playing a bad game for sure because she's going to go home this next week. Um, what and she you doesn't want, have that
2: many followers. Yeah, she,
5: and, and in a modern era like now, sure. we see villains getting very few followers, and in some cases they even see big backslides like Brenna Marias did on uh, Bachelor of Paradise Season 7. But I think she is tactical in this. I also think when you get in that situation, it's obviously a competition. You walk into that house, it's you and 30 other players vying for essentially the end slot whatever that means to you whether you want to get married and have kids with this guy or you just want to see how far you can make it in the game i think that has an effect on people and whatever kind of version of a competitive person you are comes out for her it's that it's a highly adversarial form of competition where she's picking targets and trying to knock them out of the game so that she can advance Other players have a more subtle kind of competitive uh, tone that they play with where they make friends with the other players. And, oh, we can go through as a team where you have floater strategy where you're just trying to make it maybe to the playoffs. But to get that top four to go to hometowns, which is the first round of playoffs, you have to be one of the two people that the lead selects as a possible ring winner or two of the people that the producers are selecting for either like a funny hometown or they see you as potentially a bachelorette.
4: Because I I've always thought of it just like humans like I see like the more psycho like the psychological breaks mm-hmm. in people of like the like you're looking at it as like the strategy to make friends and I look at it more as like that's just like this person's knee jerk reaction walking into a room full of strangers. It's like hmm. I'd rather make friends with people than like be like unique or stand out or be like in opposition to the room full of people and then there's people in my mind or like my experience in life who are like if they encounter that their reaction is to like toughen themselves to it and just make an enemy out of everyone in the room and like survive and feed off that like hate of like i hate all these people they're all stupid they're all beneath me and that stuff like When I see someone get like in the football games or like in the physical challenges, when you see real like antagonistic fucking like, I want to fuck this person up. I'm like, I don't see how a manipulated situation could produce like real anger in that way to like hurt somebody. We see it in the guy's seasons and we see it in this like
5: it's there's potentially millions of dollars on the line. Like this isn't just a game to see if you can fall in love. If you walk out of this with 500,000 Instagram followers, you're a millionaire. You're going to maybe have a podcast. You're going to sell whatever kind of spawn con you want. That's the game. And when you're, when those are the stakes, like for sure, people are going to get hyper competitive.
2: It's a Mm. game of time. It's designed that way. And so the football game is what we call a play for time, which is only the winning team gets to go to the after party. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the group dates are like that. Sometimes they're not. And you often have the competitive level go above and beyond what you might think when you have to go home and you don't get to go to the after party if you lose. And we also I mean, we encourage everyone to watch old seasons, but you often in a play for time have someone crash the after party who was on the losing team or the bachelor becomes benevolent and is like actually the losers can come also because so, they've already gotten the competitiveness out of the players have you
4: guys looked at sorry i no, just my ahead. one question on this is um i feel like there's been a decrease in followers in the last few seasons maybe because the show the last few seasons was just not as good as the seasons before mm-hmm. covid in my own opinion um but For whatever reason, like we've been like, because that's something I always ask is like, how many followers is this person up to? What are they at? And it's been like, I think like Becca's season was the last season where you had people like hitting like million, like a couple people from the show had over a million followers walking off the show. Subsequent players had like hundreds of thousands of followers. Mm -hmm. Becca had like 300,000 when she came off the show. Mm. And now you're seeing like top people having like low yeah. hundreds of thousands. It's yeah. not like Hannah Brown or Hannah. Yeah. Hannah Brown had like, she was like a major come off. But yeah. her, her,
5: her season, it was season 23, then she, bachelor at 15 and bachelor season 24 produced the highest Instagram follower counts of anyone. You've got Hannah Brown coming out of that Tyler Cameron, Colton Underwood, yeah. Pilot Pete, all these players had 2 million. And that was like the That's top insane. tier. Mm. Um, but you're right. Now it is dwindling. We think it does have something to do with the bu- what we call the bubble seasons, the three that they shot in quarantine. They were bad. The producing was terrible on them. They were recycling they dates were constantly. Mm-hmm. The first one started season 16 with... What, I bo- what I'm what i calling Phantom Night 1 Lindsay disagrees with <laughs> oh, me Doesn't God. think this Phantom exists Night?
4: What's Phantom Night? They're gonna
2: love this it's okay. Not based on any fact
4: <laughs> Did you guys watch Oh it? no facts? <laughs> hey, hey, that's hey. not true <laughs> There are facts No uh, facts don't matter Facts have been thrown out <laughs> Universally We if, all understand If the it. internet
3: has taught us anything <laughs> Facts are relative <laughs> The next yeah. time that
2: we Have an interview with them They're gonna be wearing Phantom Night 1 shirts <laughs> <laughs> I know
4: it Phantom Night 1 was real Let's hear okay.
3: it yeah. Yeah. just Phantom
4: Phantom in the just like I'm instantly like Let's instantly go. lord Nothing can be bad with the word phantom. No, it. it's such a sexy if word. It's
3: cool. It's true.
4: Oh fuck! Phantom. All right,
3: so <laughs> Phantom
5: Night One. Did you guys watch Bachelorette season 16? This was Claire Crawley and Taysha Adams as Claire. The, the two yeah, Bachelors. yeah, you, yeah. It's yeah, been yeah. forever, so okay. you'll have
3: to help. It was the
5: first season in in quarantine, other than listen to your art. it Well, it had a, a very historic thing happen, which is Dale Moss came out of the limo. She said, "That's my husband," mm-hmm. and the they wrapped up their love story within three episodes. And she essentially said that she fell in love with him
3: on Instagram. Claire, yes, yes, yeah, she remember, got yes, engaged. Yeah, and yeah, he, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. he pro-
4: fucking proposed to and her. After, like, yeah. And they like broke up, and they got back
3: together, and then broke up again. Right? Oh, that's that's right. In real life, yeah, yes, yeah. that's okay. correct. You're right?
4: In RL. So it was
5: my theory that this was not possible. That there is absolutely no way this would have happened if she hadn't already met him. And I theorized that they already shot a night one at the mansion. Then the quarantine came in. They had to scuttle production, put everybody back in hotels or send them Ooh. back home or whatever for six months until they started to shoot that uh, oh, season again.
4: Fuck,
3: I and they so were believe hanging that. out and they were hanging yeah. out the whole six months. And now and sh- there, are, there
5: are little pieces of information coming through <sighs> podcasts that are starting to corroborate this. There like are what? Certain, I can't even remember the names of the players, but there are people who but have left little, little drops Pieces uh, no names. That's
4: so, that's they so strange. That their Fly names are lost to it's time. It's hard to figure it out in the moment. Sometimes <laughs> it's when someone puts you on the spot they say, Oh, produce the facts. It's like, okay, you really want me to sit and argue well, through something you okay. know is probably <laughs> for real? For example, you can't I'll see, give you see the a, curvature of the yeah. earth. I'll give you okay. a for example. But we know it's a an example. <laughs> okay. You want me to conduct the science right now? Blake
5: Moynes uh-huh. uh, was famously sitting next to. Kelly Flanagan. Kelly Flanagan on a flight to Los Angeles. She was coming out for Pilot Pete's after the final rose. Blake Moynes was coming out to start his hotel uh, stewardship or whatever for that season, for season 16. So he was in Mm -hmm. LA. All of those players have announced they were here in a hotel, ready to go, ready to shoot that night one. And then supposedly the call came in that morning from ABC. We have to shut everything down. California's going into lockdown. Supposedly. I think though, If ABC has, or Warner Brothers, NZK Productions, they've got it all ready to go. They're not shooting night one. They're not pulling that trigger. The money's been
4: spent. They're getting that footage. (laughs) They are because they also, this is something coming from, um, have you guys seen the movie, The Producers? No. The musical? Yeah, the musical. Yeah. It's about like basic premises. You can make money off of a total collapse. The studios were approving films through all of COVID, making money off the insurance from shutting down production.
6: Mm. It
5: was
4: in their interest to have outbreaks happen, shut down production, cancel the film, and they would make money off of the insurance recycling coming into it. Cause they were doing my, um, anyway, a lot of friends and family work in it. And that was like all the deals that were being done at the time were like super weird, like one-offs where they were just basically the studio would only pay the star. Mm. And scripts would be bought on like as film basis. So it's like, depending on how much it actually goes in, you're only making like a small percentage of what goes, what happens. But the budget is pre-approved and insured for an entire shot, for an entire shoot. And Mm. if the whole thing gets shut down and closed, they collect, the studios collect insurance off of failed shoots. And Mm. that was stuff that was happening throughout like the whole time. Um, It's really weird. But it sounds in line with this of like, in my, mind, in my mind, in my mind, hearing <laughs> stuff. In my mind, when a great studio story, uh, when I a studio, you. When a studio approves that, they're not letting every single day that a budget's approved to have people working on those. The scale of money that these places are spending to waste a day of filming, like I'm, I don't believe that they would just waste a day of filming once everything's put into place. Mm-hmm. if everyone's there they're doing it because this show is sort of like the more you have you need the you need more the more you have interactions going on the more you're yeah. building this stuff the more you have to mess with and the more you have to basically manipulate so I would I'm inclined to believe it Phantom Counterpoint Counter.
6: have
2: you looked at Dale Moss's Instagram no I don't even remember who Dale is Dale Moss is Claire Crawley's ring winner he is amazing at Instagram he We thought he would be the ring winner based off of his Instagram. We try to predict based off of Instagram.
4: I remember he was very handsome. And
2: he is. And Claire Crawley was looking at his Instagram for six months. She knew who all of her players were. I believe you can fall in love with someone on Instagram. Totally. I watched the movie Her. I believe it. (laughs) And this has an actual body behind it. I... Plus, you would need all of these yeah, people. Yeah, he's unbelievable.
3: Yeah. So yeah. you think that she had just been looking at him and like, it's so my type, watching his personality, yeah. falling in love with him. So when they actually connected and it was as good as she thought it would be or better, <laughs> it was like, bam.
4: Or, or yes. at least they were DMing
3: yes. with one another. I think it's they were at least in
4: communication despite it's their disappearing denial
2: Disappearing DMs. You're putting someone on a pedestal
4: where you're just like, you're falling in love yeah. with your idea of who this person is. It's the pattern. I can relate to that because that's the way I feel about Tyler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, we love Tyler. We Tyler love Cameron. Tyler.
3: Yeah, Tyler.
6: Oh, are you watching his we're dirty dancing, dancing show on Fox right now? So
3: I, someone sent it to me as I was, as you guys were showing up, and I was like, "What the hell yeah. is this?" It's like he's some on a dirty dancing. He's like show? dancing with some woman. What? 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 what, what it's what a that?
5: reality competition show that's on Fox right now, where they have Tyler Cameron and a few other people trying to recreate scenes. From a thirty-five-year-old movie called Dirty Dancing. Oh, yeah, that's the no, competition.
3: Dude. Oh God, they're hurting. Yeah, okay. that's I correct. Mean, that's yes. just bad... Okay, have
4: you seen the movie? Yes. Wait, I why do you love movie? Tyler? Why, Tyler? So we, we have this is, this is our thing. We just whenever we talk
3: about Tyler, you have to be Tyler. So dude, you have to be, fuck, dude. Like fucking love New York. It's dope. It's fucking huge buildings and shit. <laughs> Miami's dope though. Like honestly,
4: like I miss the tall buildings. Um, it's just been, dude. Life's just been sick, dude. Like me and Matt have just been like broing down left and right up and down the east coast to the hamptons to the keys it's cold as shit up here but man the girls
3: are banging up here and everywhere still has good pizza pizza's unreal i wrote a book (laughs) which is (laughs) really cool Uh, because i always (laughs) just wanted to share kind of my journey in life and Jesus shit. Christ. So that's like our, you know, our view of Tyler, and, just, love, and, and that to us that had a lot is of like Florida
4: references. Tyler, yeah. and Matt, though, Tyler—the idea I mean. of Tyler and Matt being best friends—and yep. like Matt's rise into the Bachelor world was just simply by association to Tyler Cameron. Yes, who also is like, you know, to I'm just going to talk about it the way Beck and Jess talked about it, which is Tyler was like their wet dream of a Bachelor contestant of a right. construction drop-dead gorgeous construction worker who majored in dance. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And his, paper, his and video presentation was him dancing, like flash dancing through a construction right. zone. Yes. My- shirtless. Where it was like, okay, yeah, you just did, you just, he broke all the, you know, he he did it. He, he broke all the fan internet, whatever. And then Matt gets brought up into it just by association and they're roommates. And we were like, as just roommates, just like dating, yeah. like just literally... Dating supermodels, partying non stop, and then like you guys are just these like tuxedo bachelor ex bachelor contestants who are now like in this whole other tier. But we're like they're just total Well what I love about You guys about are
2: similar, you both have beanbag chairs. That's what I'm saying. That's so, what we're saying.
4: They so, have a slip and slide going out of their room into the kitchen. Do they really? <laughs> I don't I, know. I would imagine.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I imagine he has a it. car bed. Car bed.
4: You know what right. I mean? A car car bed. It's like a cook bed, bed, car yeah. bed. Yeah.
3: But like my what I what I love about Tyler too is that like he's just one of those guys that's so good looking and so um unaware of the of like the depths of life that people are going through, like the anxieties and the and the struggles of just what it means to be a human being, because he's just like, fuck. I'm shredded and I'm hot. Like let's hang and like that's his existence and so i just love watching him like every time you see him he's just like oh yeah (laughs) like that's just his life everyone else is like oh, what should i do By my work and oh my god my girlfriend's mad at me or my my husband's like we haven't talked to like everyone's like stroke covet he's just like dude don't write a fucking book man like he's just existing and every time you see him he's having the time of his life yes there actually, was actually in yeah.
5: uh in peak covid like when the lockdown was probably six months <laughs> yeah, he was deep. Just
3: like raging in miami <laughs> they yeah. did you see that him <laughs> <I> and matt <laughs> james went to an nfl game
5: and they're like smashing birthday yeah. cake and he's just pouring beer on their heads that was like during when, the hannah brown when like when we're boats with like, like them yeah
4: it's like they just don't just play by the that. rules of humanity no. so we they keep totally trying to know. have him we keep doing this like we described them how we did and then we keep begging them to come on our show that's a and good play idea golf with us what yeah. we're
2: begging him is to be the bachelor we yeah. think that he could reinvigorate be the franchise amazing yeah I think um, that would bring the ratings in because back to what we were talking about the Instagram numbers have gone down I think in part because of the ratings of the show and the yeah. bubble seasons have been the ratings have
5: been steadily going down
2: and uh, the rise of TikTok too they've taken away a lot of oh, yeah. Instagram.
3: who okay yeah. so now i have a question who how many people do you think go on the show that are kind of genuinely like
4: looking for maybe love. i'll fall in love
3: zero you think it's okay so you think it's it's on a scale do you from agree with that fully committed to like very strategic or are there a couple no. of contestants that go on there that are like a little bit more just basic with it where they're like yeah I kind of I mean maybe I'll get some be kind of fun it's an adventure but man it would be I mean I, I do I think it's it would, like it's a scale
5: for sure everyone though is 51% minimum I'm going to get Instagram followers. Right, There might be a 49%er that's like, I'm also 49% interested in love, but you can't go into that scenario and think like, I'm definitely going to walk out of here married to that guy after I compete against these 30 other players in this weird game of psychological torture set up by a network television studio. (laughs) You can't think (laughs) that. No sane person
2: thinks that. I think there are people, a couple people, who don't go on for Instagram followers.
4: My boy PJ being one of them. When I think
2: about it, you know, Doctor Joe Park, for instance, he has a career already. He's a fellow doctor like us.
4: Yeah. Uh, so we don't <laughs> like need guys. followers.
2: Like you know, so we you have yeah, degrees, just like you guys. That's yeah. true.
3: you guys have experience in the field. <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. I've given a lot of COVID vaccines myself as well. Right. Oh shit. Right. Yeah. <laughs>
3: well, that's I cool. Didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So so you're so you're a little bit more on the hopeful side Definitely. of it. You're more on the skeptical side of it of like yeah. I've yeah. been behind the curtain. I've seen things you can't unsee. You I know? mean pe-
5: people obviously fall in love and get married and have kids off the show and sure. all that stuff. It does happen, but in order for you to actually marry the person, you have to win a 10-round game of attrition. You have to. If you don't win that game, you don't get the ring. And I guess in some seasons you can also come in second place and wind up married to the person, but uh, like Ari Dyke season, for example. But um, they're happy. I mean, yeah. You want to talk about somebody living in a world that doesn't have COVID or anything like that? Check out the Lyndeck <laughs> Instagrams and their uh-huh. children's Instagrams.
2: I love their it's YouTube unreal. channel.
5: Yeah, it's it, just utopian.
3: Here, and so I I tend to really is. put the WWE mask on, um, because I want it to be true. But then I remember that like super good looking people don't need this show. I've never met a person who's like an absolute smoke show. Who just is like, yeah, there's just nobody out there for me.
4: I'm, well, I'm stuck. I'm stuck in my ways. I ha- I will refuse to believe that Shanae, aka Shankar, aka Ra's al Ghul, is
6: not yeah, we call her just Ghul. a
4: psychopathic supervillain oh that she really is. Yeah, because if if Cassidy's Bain, and Shankar comes from an autocorrect over if text, Cassidy's bane she is raz al ghul in my mind because she's like she's she's just dece- deceiving everybody you can't kill her mm-hmm. no and you can't kill her that's the other one you can't kill everyone knows you can't kill raz al ghul he's immortal yeah and you can't kill shanae
2: who is raz
4: raz al, al ghul? Ghul? he's a batman villain he's the uh. guy
2: back
3: with the first batman with christian bale he's like the, the guy trained under and he went against him he did
4: yeah he trained uh. batman Gotcha. very not important and fakes his own death in Batman's training and then comes, comes back, back. basically you can't kill him it's I really hope Sinead
2: comes back yeah
4: he's she Ra- I, Raza yeah I mean, we yeah, yeah. I could go
3: well
2: on. I hope she comes back in season which we sometimes mm. see
4: because what you're saying is Genevieve is and, and what if she or, refuses to accept the loss that's I could yeah. see her because she's so powerful she could just <sighs> stay there and see that would really live up to this Raza Al Ghul analogy that would that would
2: you both would then love a season, Ugh. Jesse Palmer's season, actually, our host. Season five, there was one of the first fully fleshed out villain characters was this woman named Trish Schneider. She got the first first impression rose ever. And she got cut, I believe, in the round of six. And then during, no, home, right before Hometowns. And then during Fantasy Suites, she crashed Another player's fantasy suite dinner, Mandy J. Jeffries, and slipped a hotel room key to Jesse yes. to try to get him to go to the fantasy suite with her.
4: What did he do? Ignore. He didn't go. <laughs> <Did> <laughs> well,
6: there
2: not were go. shots
5: of her waiting for him, lamenting the fact that he's not coming I, staring ooh, out a window yeah, in Washington, oh D.C. That. Oh in this hotel. I
3: love that. Yeah. yeah. So it was amazing. When we see the like, preview of the future of the season, we see that he slept with both mm-hmm. of somebody. Yeah. Uh, are you, are we saying that was set up or are we saying that like, I mean, setting up the opportunity to yeah. hook up is one thing, but then like you got to you got to commit the act
4: or did country yeah. Clayton have or, or does country Clayton
3: was just like, I'm, I'm too pent up. Night. This, this yeah, is, exactly. killing me.
5: <laughs> I mean, there have been multiple Literally? players, multiple leads that have had sex with multiple players per right. season. This is the first time we've ever seen a lead. Tell the players that at what seems yeah. to be a rose ceremony. That part is manipulated. The producers pushed him into saying that for sure. I think the producers over the the course of really since Ben Higgins season 20, most of the leads now will tell multiple players they're in love with them before the final rose ceremony, which obviously ups the anxiety, ups the stress. And so I think that now is very commonplace and producers give them the ability to do that. Are there new
4: producers?
5: Always mm-hmm. there are, Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the big shift came after season 23. Elon Gale was kind of the showrunner of that show for a long time, Um, invented paradise. He left, and then there was kind of a power vacuum. And I think we're still a little bit in that power struggle now to see whose vision for this show really is going to take over because it's been, in my opinion just kind of like uh, let's throw some shit out and see if anything works and nothing is so far
2: so i'm more you know i believe more in the love stories maybe <laughs> oh, than chad yeah do you, are you two on that scale is one of you more cynical
4: watching oh ari's lo- ari leindykes and uh lauren's story is one of is my favorite love story in bachelor franchise <laughs> What? Why? (laughs) Well, so I refused (laughs) to watch the season. I totally refused to watch the season because Becca was on it. Yeah. Yeah. was fantastic. We were like, let's, you know, basically we'll watch it through COVID. So we did. Um, Actually, we started a Patreon to watch it. I was like, you're going to, the only way I'm going to do this is if we're going to, you know, pay to play. Mm -hmm. So you guys actually, the Patreon's still up. There's a lot of controversy on it, but anyone who didn't know that can actually go watch it. Hmm. Uh, But, um, I was like, Becca, like, shh, I'm trying to watch Ari fall in love with Lauren here. <laughs> and then it was also knowing that they had all these kids. I was like, dude, I was like, they're having all these kids. I was like, this is wonderful. I like couldn't help. I was like rooting for him the whole time. And Lauren. I was like, I want her to win.
6: That's
5: I, get ra- I get caught up in it.
4: Yeah. But I was like, I was very invested in it. And mm. then I was like little for, like a week, I was Instagram stalking them. Because you like all the, yeah, the, be- the
3: beauty of the love actually working out.
4: Yeah, and I was teasing her the whole time being like, yeah, you really... This was, But even you. with it's them,
5: not. how much percentage-wise do you think their relationship is love? Because they have millions of Instagram followers. She has her own clothing line. They make shitloads of money not only off of their Instagrams, but their children's Instagrams. They were making money off of all of their babies before they were born. Oh, yeah. So, mm. you know... It's a business also to them.
6: This they entire have a corporation called Family Instagram Husband.
4: Family vlogging is a super weird thing to me that I have like a hard time wrapping my head around. I mean the business side of mm. it makes total sense. But mm-hmm. it's like a weird like we I was like, the kids cannot have their own Instagrams. Like we're just not doing that. What
5: age do you think they'll get their first social media accounts? Will you guys allow it? I don't age?
4: know. I mean we're like we're we're probably gonna keep them away from that as much as we possibly can 18 21 i don't know i mean like i made a joke the other day If someone was like oh ruth at 16 is gonna be like you know this party girl i was like ruth at 16 is gonna be living in the woods eating squirrel sandwiches (laughs) (laughs) it's like she's She's not like like, (laughs) we're not gonna be like i don't know what world you think i'm living in but like my ass like that that's what's gonna be going down well, no, no, she'll be chopping. If you wood. call squirrel sandwiches a, a, yeah, yeah, a party, then yes,
3: party. time, <laughs> then it's gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, that is a good point. The whole like uh, re- relationship becoming a business, and then really, it's not yeah. really about love anymore. Because if I think if you make like millions, right, and your relationship is based off, and you break up, and basically the business is over, right, yeah. in a lot of ways, right, it's not going to quite do the same thing. I could imagine like. It'd be so difficult if you fell out of love or if it wasn't working anymore to cut that because you're like I'm cutting my life, I'm cutting my income, I'm cutting. So I could just see because we, we have a this is a whole new generation of people doing this online relationship stuff where it's like how many people are just still in love that are still like that have a million subscribers refuse, that are just I refuse living...
4: to believe that Ari and Lauren's love isn't 100 percent pure. Yeah, yeah I right. agree. I, I think it is. I agree. <laughs> I do too. Yeah. If you watch the show, they were fucking like it's like Mad for each you know other. they were yeah it's like you and, see they're special they're both of special in their own way and they both found each other and they yeah. yeah I feel
2: like they had pretty good hoo
4: They Ujus had were pretty amazing. good Ujus, <laughs> but I was calling that from the very beginning cuz I didn't know for a while that he actually wound up with her mm. till the end but I was like he's just he's gaga over what he can't have. Yeah. I was like mm. Lauren is the girl that Ari's never been able to date he's always told himself, like, he can't date a girl like that. And now there she is, and she's, like, super shy. She gave him nothing. Which is, I'm curious to see, hear you guys' take on that. I remember in, in the edit, edit in the they edit. gave a lot of silent how scenes. Much, yeah, I'm like, the silence exists. But it exists you know, for everybody. But for, yeah, everyone they has that. They cut a, it in
5: sometimes. They're making you see whatever they want you to see to build this story. But in, in, uh, what we're talking about with, you know, if you're there for TRR or you're there for Instagram, for I do the right think reasons. they're in love for the right reasons. Sorry. I think they're in love very much. And I think they love their kids and they have a great family. They also are making millions of dollars off that relationship. And those totally, kids. They, those things are both true in that case. I don't think it's an either or, and that to me is like kind of one of the reasons I really like this sport I think it's far more complex than baseball or football. I used to love like MMA. I used to know everything about MMA as much as I know about Bachelor now. Then I started watching Bachelor and it was like, this shit's way more interesting because there's a lot, it's weirder. There's like manipulations Mm -hmm. happening. There are four audiences you're playing against instead of one. Like it's just fascinating to me.
4: This season, what's your guys take on this? Who are your front runners right now? Who's your top three? Susie
2: Evans,
4: who the fuck is Susie Evans? Exactly. Mm. They disappeared her from the document, but
2: that's what they want you to. She's going to be the
5: Bachelorette, I think. Susie Evans, Rachel Recchia, uh okay, Rachel, I have yeah. Serene Russell in my top four, and then I had Kate Gallivan, who's what no about longer Teddy? with us.
2: Teddy's Maybe up there, I think.
5: Temp rose recipients do not usually go as far as first flower. First flower is the. The person who gets the first rose in the first rose ceremony on night one, mm. statistically, that's a better flower to get than Finn. That
2: was serene.
6: Thoughts
5: on Gabby? Yeah, fantastic. I could she see she's my in the MVP top four. this week. Yeah, I think that play that she did about the estranged mother—that PTC guaranteed her a hometown
3: because we now want to see that mom. <laughs> yeah, I just the way he's the way he's been. Act, she's been kind of this one that like I never really thought of until the last like maybe two episodes where I was <laughs> like, whoa, he's really into her.
4: Yeah, from the Baywatch, fact, Bay, I felt it.
3: To yes. yeah the Baywatch really was like whoa out of
5: She's, nowhere the producers are really into her more important yes. they determine who makes it to the final four other than the top two in most cases her Got personality
4: it. and her one-on-one seems like the most like very fun yeah Gabby's it's, an
2: amazing colorful narrator okay That's so stats wise mm. who does a lot of the ITMs and they're really good
4: stats wise has Teddy ever even had a one-on-one or not a one-on-one a, uh the whatever the fuck the interview with the camera ITMs? ITMs? Yeah, Yeah, I'm sure she has. has. But you
2: know what? She was cut out of the roast completely. Susie was basically cut from the roast. That makes me think that they're really high up there.
5: Yeah, protection, edit. Because they don't want to have that footage of them saying negative things about anyone.
0: Okay. All right, interrupting the bros and bachelor clues and pace case once more. Ugh, My FOMO is through the roof. Storytime broads. Uh, I had a friend in college, and one night she had a weed edible and got so high that she was convinced her fingers were crawling away from her hand one by one while they sang When the Ants Go Marching On. And when I say my friend, I'm saying that's me. So... (laughs) Anyway, from that day on, I had promised I would never, ever, ever eat another weed edible again because they just made me feel a little bit out of control. But after being recommended diet smoke gummies so many times, I finally decided to give them a try. And I will say... I am one happy
1: camper. This is my new thing, Brods. I love Diet Smoke Gummies. That's because Diet Smoke Gummies deliver the perfect medium high every single time. Each gummy has just 10 milligrams of THC from American Grown Hemp. You don't have to worry about launching yourself into another dimension each time you take one. 10 milligrams is a really good amount to make you feel good while st- still being totally in control. But you know the great thing about gummies too is you can start out with half, you can start out with quarter. you could take things slow and build up and it's, it's not an overwhelming high. Girl, you know that i had a little
0: nibble at first that's yeah, how you know you're testing yeah. it you're testing it i love the watermelon flavor but also they come in blue raspberry if watermelon isn't your thing i like to keep my gummies on hand for those moments when you definitely want to take the edge off but need to stay alert and present diet smoke is perfe- perfectly balanced and gives you just the right amount of high i'm on one right now
1: when cbd isn't <laughs> enough and old-fashioned thc is too much enjoy the smooth smooth buzz of diet smoke and right now, Diet Smoke is offering our listeners a fantastic deal. When you go to dietsmoke.com and use promo code chatty, you'll get 20% off your entire order. That's dietsmoke.com promo code chatty to get 20% off. Go to dietsmoke.com promo code chatty for 20% off all their delicious THC gummies. I did love it. Was it
3: Mara and Sarah that had the little like young old beef? Yep. Yeah, that was great. That was hilarious. That was, like, real. I loved how real <laughs> her at it was the just, end like, you know, of like go home. Like that, that thing was like. She's like, and go home, bitch, or whatever. Yeah, it was wasn't like, even a roast. Yeah. It was just an exact yeah. cougar joke.
4: The cougar joke, which was legitimately
2: funny. Joke, that was my error of the, of the week.
4: That <laughs> was so funny. Hydrating with, with tequila, like all yeah. cougars do. You just called her like an she old alcoholic. She went like full, like, that was the yes. like kill bill. Like, like she was ready to just axe everybody and then when Mara was
3: getting off and she just she did she stopped the roast and just said like go home you desperate bitch Yes, Yes. and then Sarah was like we're not
4: everyone was was sort of like like you've been in a room where someone's like people know how to tease people and it's Mm -hmm. hilarious and it's jovial and it's fun someone says some shit where you're like dude like what is like did you not have siblings like what's going on with you like (laughs) what's happening that's what in what I'm your saying life. about like, the, the yeah.
5: competitive nature comes out that's what happened in that moment she's like oh you think you're gonna take me down on this date no and she didn't have the wherewithal to put it in a joke format Yeah, she was just like fuck you that is
4: she those- <laughs> <laughs> so, like, she was playing the sport and then just like punched that's, him in the face and, and was like I'm not what, playing the sport anymore I guess that's the devil's advocate I've been playing this whole time is I'm like not everything's fake some of it is like now that that, totally. now that, that can of worms has been opened like that drama is real and the producers can just fucking sink their teeth into that and be like, great, let's put them in a room together now.
5: Absolutely. That is... Sorry, it's, I'm, it's like who are you watching baseball? And they start fucking fighting each other. Right. The game is there's gone now. It's, it's just animosity in baseball than
4: a full blown fucking fight. <laughs> I agree. It's the yeah, best. Like, I see what you're saying because there's a level of <laughs> something's like, happening. They do it's know the game. Like, yes. oh, something's game. always happening in baseball. Yes. How dare you? <laughs> I'm so, sorry. And,
5: and <laughs> all of these players now know the the steps of the game. When you saw, for example, on this last episode, they read off all the names on the group date. And there are two names not on it, Sinead and Genevieve. Genevieve goes, fuck, we're on the two on one. She knows what's happening. She knows how the game works. They all do. And she said,
2: one of us is going home, or maybe both, because that's happened. She knew the stats. Yeah, yeah,
5: she knew the fucking history of it, even. And when you see stuff like that, we're now in this era where like no players coming into the game who doesn't know every element of the game. Mm. They might not know strategy. They might not know how to like maneuver through those things, but they know what's coming next at every turn. Okay.
4: And by player, do you mean people who are making it past like the first couple episodes? I have a friend, friend of a friend, Hunter Jones, who was the surfer on Hannah Brown season. Mm -hmm. He went home night one. He definitely didn't. He, he probably like, knew of it and did a little bit Yeah, but he was like when we talked we talked to him about it and he was like oh he's like they just asked me to like undo my tie and he's like no he's like why would I he's like I have a suit like I'm wearing a suit I'm not gonna undo my tie and then they just were like no time no whatever he was like fuck this the moment they asked him to play ball he was like what the fuck are you talking about I'm not gonna undo my tie that's not how you wear a suit
5: he still was playing the game, though. If you have a baseball right. bat in your hand, you step up to the plate. Totally. You don't have to fucking swing, but totally. they're going to strike but you out, So you, you play
4: the everyone game. Everyone who walks on yeah. is a player. Yes. Okay, okay. Okay. Is it yeah. like
3: jury duty? You go in there, and they're kind of like <clears throat> filtering you out to, to pick well, the I right mean, ones. And there's a little bit, okay, you're gone, you're gone, you're gone, is, gone, you're gone. Essentially, I mean, this is how
5: it works. This is some experience I've gleaned from... I've started coaching players now. Yeah, I was about so to ask yes. about this. I have some players in in season twenty six who I help them design their application, their application videos. That's in season long strategies.
3: Designing things to say, and subsequently collecting like a percentage of their Instagram followers on the back end. I want like a. I want you
5: to have a royalty. I can. I can say nothing
4: about (laughs)
3: anything like
5: that, except that I'm. I'm now like using the stuff that we wrote in that book to coach players through this experience, so that they can get whatever they want out of it. If they want to get married, become the next bachelorette, whatever. And uh, what I've learned, like pretty rapidly, is that the stuff we wrote in that book is very usable. It really does work. But the idea is, you know, the producers are looking when they are looking at your Instagram in the very beginning, you apply to go on the show. They're going to look at your Instagram from that Instagram. They're already going to start generating in their minds what they think you'll be in the show, what kind of archetype, how they can use you. Will you be a villain, a fool, a bumpkin, whatever? Um, So you can control that if you're a smart player in the preseason when you're still applying you can start to angle your narrative. What kind of player do you want to be? And then you can start to format that all through the Zoom interviews that you do with various casting producers, all the way up through the producers of the actual show, who are the ones that finally make that decision. And then even when you're in the show, you can try and control it as well. But you do have to play ball, like you're saying, with the producers. If they tell you to do something, you can make bargains Mm. with them. You can say, yeah, I'll do that limo exit that isn't the one I wanted to do if, you give me extra sleep or you let me you know, do whatever. Players have done that shit in the past. Uh, Raven Gates famously said that she gave handwritten notes she was making about the players and their allegiances to producers in exchange for extra sleep.
4: <laughs> That's so... That's insane. Well, they keep you up. They so like you start to starve, starve you. you? They like starve yeah. you and keep you yes. up all night and just feed you alcohol. Yeah, it's a
2: psychological I, you... torture chamber. Because mm-hmm.
3: you start to see people snap. Yes. He, because of that's the, what we're watching Right, for. because the obsession completely what I, what I get fascinated by the obsession and this is so classic right like it's like if you're let's say you're at a job and you're not doing great at your job but you're also not fireable you're kind of in that middle ground <laughs> And then you're like... I struck.
2: call that just having a job. But right,
3: right. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, like you're, not, you're not overachieving. You're not trying to go for the gold. But you're also, like, just doing enough not to get, like, fired. So you're, like... You're kind of just sitting around, like, talking shit. And you're like, ah, oh, i fucking boss or whatever. Right? And I feel like that's the, like, middle pack that we get every season. And that's the people who yeah. get obsessed with the villains. Sure. When their whole life is not about pursuing the love or pursuing... The- they're just like, and this... This person says another word to me You know what I mean They just freak out Freak out Freak out And then like two weeks later
4: They're gone An interesting thing to me is Are the villains Who are your favorite players Are they the villains Mmm some of them Courtney Robertson
5: yeah I enjoy the villainy but my favorite player is Nick Vial who I think is the greatest player that ever lived because he has the highest stats of any player that ever lived
2: some highest stats I think Caitlin Bristow is a better player she had a higher RQ she has way more Instagram followers she has a you know she podcast is but she only took one season to become the bachelorette I mean she's still relevant so far later
5: I mean Joe.
4: Night what one guy. Worst night one guy. Yeah. And now look at Mr. Night One. I know. Best Night One guy of all time. That's awesome as
5: But, but also best, Night One Guy. Like that best means of the worst. Yeah. He's yeah. not in the game. No. He's a very good paradise player, though.
2: Yeah. But yeah, Caitlin Bristow, Rachel Lindsay are probably my two favorite players. But We're in yours. terms
4: of I guess I guess not necessarily like not named favorite player. I guess it's the favorite role a player would play or like however you assign it. Like mm. you have, we have the villain. What are the other role names that you guys have come up with? Who would like, who tends to be the person you love to follow the most through the season? Because like I personally, when there's a good villain, I'm like, yes, thank you. Like Crystal was my favorite player. Oh, yeah. So good. Ever. She's my top. Cause she was just like, Oh my God. I love to hate someone on the show. Cause it's the only thing that I'm like really entertained by. Yes Crystal was that's
6: amazing
2: the She's it's it's glitter And With- her performance On that bowling group date When mm. they lost The play for time And she flipped out Was A work of art It was a
4: effa- <laughs> <deck>. Yes <Yeah>. She's <laughs> She's going around Calling the bastard She's calling Ari She's like He's needle deck and she's like and it was like she's saying it to the girls all the girls knew about it they told ari about it like it was like it's just so lovely and she was also always just like so much better than everybody in the room she was so patronizing and it was just like "Mm." and it was like it was just delicious Every single time.
2: She was fascinating to watch. And she was someone who had very colorful ITMs as well, which we're seeing from Shanae of like glitter and mic drop,
4: you know, those sort of things. Out there, though, Shanae's are like, I'm like, this is what Shanae is the, the, like, me and Evan are constantly like, you know, this is all going to be, everyone's going to see exactly what you're saying right now. He's going to see it all the girls are gonna see it she's not going for a ring you no that that, but that's what's the sort of like but then it's like i can't tell in these times where she's like he's mine or like like all this stuff where i'm like what are you even like how high on your own supply are you of like what reality are you in in this moment
5: i don't think she's high on her own supply at all she's doing a very calculated paradise run because she's gonna be first sand she'll be in the first group of paradise players first sand First, first, that's, sand will, that's she first sand will. be an amazing line she'll be first uh, group of sand she'll be in the first episode first sand will go to <clears> whoever your third sand place first female sand or maybe a runner up but yeah I love um, that Sinead knows what she's doing I think and, and she's on Paradise I'll watch it she's on
3: Paradise you're gonna watch it you're gonna watch yeah. Paradise anyway you're doing
2: a podcast about the Bachelor Paradise is
3: the best dabble a little bit comparatively comparatively but have we seen like okay What I'm confused sometimes though is when it comes to the villainy 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 I don't know (laughs) are people (laughs) ready for like the hate they're gonna get you know what I mean I always trip out about that it's like it's one thing to do it when you're not getting actual any feedback but like she aware of what she's
4: playing because we're her biggest fans
3: cuz yeah. I'm all cool oh. cuz if you're if you're like going into it like I'm the villain in WWE and like that's what I'm playing I'm like it makes sense but I'm like early on right with, with Sinead and Cassidy like Cassidy was kind of teaching Sinead, like this is what you yeah. do whatever best. now that might be fully fake but like Sinead seems to be a bit of an Anakin situation. Like, she's taken over. There. <laughs> yes. Like, she, becomes, she became Darth Vader. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it was oh like, my yo, God. I taught, taught it's her too the force, and she
2: used it for evil.
3: Way too far. <laughs> I love that you guys,
4: you see the matchlist between <laughs> <laughs> the ones of Batman and Star Wars. <laughs> oh. We have to understand it somehow. We yes. have to, like, translate it into a language we do understand. But in hit
3: me. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> God, so she's like funny. Darth Vader like you were good and yeah. you were just kind of going what should I do I don't know how to get attention and Cassie's like hey you just got to get out there and be bold and then like fast forward and later she's, and she's like, like killing everyone with a lightsaber and you're like, like no oh, master yeah you know what I mean? <laughs> she's like breathing through a tank with a lightsaber and we're like holy shit this is way yes. out of control <laughs> uh, uh, I man, love that
5: yeah I don't know if she's ready for you know the hate that she's about to receive um I don't know if you can be even Clayton who by all rights is not really doing anything in quotes wrong is getting massive amounts of hate. He's right. going on all these podcasts and talking about how it's fucking up his life. And he just, he wants people to like him and all the stuff. What do people
4: yeah. hate Clayton for?
2: Keeping Shanae, which I don't even yeah. know if that's his choice. It's so not, I don't understand obviously. the hate. Obviously
4: that. it's not. I mean, that's one of the few things that I like in terms of like, being able to take your razor and dissect like in the Mm -hmm. show, like obviously like these people have their hands tied in certain decisions. How did the, how does the normal audience not understand without Sinead, the show is trash as far as like, who are you going to get to replace Exactly. What are we watching for? We need a light. I don't need to watch like many more of the previous seasons. I need like the show has to have this dichotomy in it of like, yeah,
3: friction. Yeah. not
4: Necessarily good but just identifiably, just an unequivocally bad. People like to, to be outraged.
5: I think we're, we're now in a culture, especially online where people enjoy being outraged by things. It's why you send troll tweets at people, you know, cause you're like, fuck you. I hate you for this reason. No, 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 no. The show is giving us that person to be outraged by so that you can then, as you're saying, have the good part, which is like, well, I hope that this love story works out, but fuck that person, whoever the villain is, whoever the show is cutting to be the villain. And, i mean we've seen pretty traditionally there are usually a couple of villains that go through the middle of the season and then that the main one gets kicked out and sometimes you can build rivalries with like finalists and stuff like that as well we saw it with uh, in calen bristow season yeah uh nick vial and sean booth so good. sean booth was so pissed at nick vial he tuned him up to such a degree that he would not use his fucking name he called him the other guy he would not even say <laughs> his name that. Just like a a pure power move on Vial's part, in my opinion. But um
2: (laughs) Oh my God, don't get this man started on Vial. Most total roses, most total kisses, two second place
5: finishes. I mean, I could go A couple
2: villains have won the (laughs) ring. Courtney Robertson and Vienna Girardi had villain edits. The other archetypes that we... We outlined 12 archetypes in the book. There's villain, there's princess, and these are just for Bachelor, but some of them overlap. There's dynamic duo, that's definitely something that we suggest be a Becca Tilly and Jojo Fletcher. And then you can sell SpawnCon together the rest of your lives. Um there's a Fool, there's Bumpkin, which is a uh, Raven Gates
4: Tia Booth. It's when you come from a small town. Small town. I never seen nothing (laughs) like this before. (laughs) I love those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Shanae was Hmm. doing her like little home tour where it was like the super small town. Yeah. But she's definitely not playing up the like country bumpkin. Like Tia's open was like her shooting pistols. Yeah. And doing like I dude. What was funny was like when we watched, I was like Tia's tight. I was like I would hang out with Tia, and that was like I didn't realize how hard she threw Becca under the bus. Yeah. And that they had beefs. Becca was pissed at me. The yeah. moment I saw her, I was like, T is cool.
1: But and then she just did the like no, too young to be serious not- attack. And yeah. it worked. I it couldn't totally believe It totally
4: worked. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could see it. Ari, he was wrestling with it. He was wrestling with it the whole time. He was like, there's sometimes with the guys where I'm just like, he, I just found Ari very relatable in a certain way. Where Ari's very transparent. I don't yeah. think You're that like, there's he's like... He's into
2: Becca. I, I relate to that.
4: Oh, Ari just moves... Oh, yeah, exactly, right? I get no, you. All of Ari's... Ari, I don't think, without being too too explicit, I don't think Ari made a single decision with his brain. I think Ooh. Ari's a sexually driven guy. I think that's right. how he makes every single relationship. But wasn't he decision. like a legendary
3: lay? That wasn't everyone like it's the best sex. Every I've ever had in my single life.
4: girl, every single, Becca was even still, he's like, yeah, you're a shadow of a kisser compared to Ari Like They dying. love
2: his kiss he was a kissing. He's called kissing bandit.
4: Ari is like, Ari's basically like, he is a love guru. Wow. wow. Already knows what he's doing. He takes I think he takes like three things seriously in life, which is like race cars, money, and sex. <laughs>
3: Sounds like a rock star to There's me. too many things. <laughs> you know, when Becca
5: had her night one, she asked him, What are three what was it? What are three what things are that three you find exciting? Make you Excitement,
3: in
4: life.
5: Excitement Excit- and pizza, he said.
4: <laughs> that was
3: it? I love
4: that. That's what I'm talking about. You didn't even like,
5: say
3: a third well, one. Well, this he is
4: what I'm talking You have yeah. to see you if you watched it, you'd be like, I like this guy. <laughs> compared to like all the other bachelors where they're like trying to do all this stuff and like yeah. trying to be like all these people's like he didn't really come on trying to like do much he was just like no. well, you guys are all supposed to be here like you, I, you guys you're all committed to falling in love with me that was yeah. like as much as he needed where he's like those are his answers mm. what makes me excited about life excitement and pizza
3: like, did you just repeated the the word. Oh, yeah. And then I added another Becca one.
4: pounced on him for that. But it was very much like... And she was calling him out she was like you want to you have a savior complex like you have all this crazy oh. when shit when she
5: called him out and said that's why you like mom and yeah. she
4: loved it yes he did like she could see right it. through him that in
5: my opinion was what made her one of the greatest players of all time we'd never really seen a player do that like just break down a lead psychologically and just nail him to the fucking wall every time they got together mm-hmm. and and like you're saying he loved it yeah fantastic first audience play.
2: yeah wish we could have seen more becca seasons Thanks. Sorry. <laughs>
4: <laughs> she was she was thinking about going on paradise actually when we were dating. Yeah. That um, was actually when we'd said oh. you know, a little behind the scenes when we said we let we love each other was when she was like she had been gearing up to go on the show. Wow. And then within like a week of her supposed to be going on the show, it was like what the fuck are we doing? You should have pulled like, a Why cast are you either? going on? You yeah. yeah. really love me. Like, you let me go what, on. Did you guys ever yeah. discuss? We being talked like, about. You can go on there and do oh, whatever you got to do. Get your numbers come up. And on, come back. We talked about. Oh my God. Having me contact producers and go on the show to get my girl back. To be yes. a skeleton. Yes. To basically be like, I'm here to basically like come for like we were dating before oh the my show. God, it's bullshit that she's on the show. I shouldn't have never like I should have said all these things before she came on the show. We were like fully talking about that. And then when it came time to her to go on the show, it was like, we were like half joking, but it was like, none of this is real. This is like some far off event. I don't think either one of us expected things to accelerate the way like our relationship did even before right. mm. like surprise pregnancy stuff was like, yeah. no, like I don't actually want you to go on the show. But if you Aww. do, like you can, but That's if so you're asking me, like RR. I don't really want you to. And then that was like this whole emotional moment. And then she told him like, she's not going to go on the show.
5: But was there any moment where you were both were kind of like, look, we're going to keep our relationship going. I'm just going on there to get Instagram followers. 100
4: for for the entire time leading up to it. Yeah. The entire time Mm -hmm. leading up to it was this calculated, like she came off with X. She can go on with this. It's this massive career opportunity. Yes. To just further insul like to further insulate that. But there's something, you know, there's an even more magical one, which is children. Mm -hmm. children the
2: magic of children oh
4: yes for every baby there is like very much if you watch her if you watch her thing each kid grew her Instagram following totally
2: oh for Instagram yeah because
4: she had I mean because it was like she had all the it was like you know if uh, if anyone listens we obviously didn't plan our children but it was just like if you look at the way she had all this attention on her at the time she announced that she was pregnant right that was a huge deal Mm. That was like, that gave her just as many followers as the show did. Because but that was if like, she a huge would on a thing. paradise,
5: she could have hit a million easy, easily. I think. Easily. Because she was, it was right in that era when all those people yeah, who were Or like, they mm-hmm. would have
4: just like, or they would have given her a totally different edit. Yeah. I mean, that's true. There's a she thing where She could still it was hit like, a
2: million. She just needs 10 more kids.
4: Exactly.
3: That's, exactly. that's the thing. I think. I think you. I think what we're realizing right now yeah. is that you need to pay. You need for what the, you did to her we're career go down this. By, by impregnating her like eight, if eight we're more. We're gonna times. go down this. You have to give me another one. Because listen, <laughs> if gonna, to, if you, no. since you killed her off early, you need to make up for it. Killed her off. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You took her out of the game in her prime. I'm sorry for Thank ruining you. your life, Becca. Yeah, you took, I mean, you took
4: the athlete oh, right shit. out of her
3: prime. So, I mean, you got to, like, mm. you got to do some back-end work here. Her playing yeah. years are behind no, we, her. Yeah, it's now Honestly, too late.
4: though, honestly, it's, you have to blame our kids. Our kids don't sleep. We both said if we had kids that sleep, we'd have another kid. Mm. But our kids don't sleep. Yeah. So we just are sort of like, no. Right. No more.
3: <laughs> that's, that's the final straw. Yeah, no sleep.
4: pretty much. Like, years out, we'll have another one.
3: Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, I was thinking about
4: (laughs) me and him. And I was thinking about, like,
3: if we were on the show from a doctor's perspective, Mm -hmm. is there any kind of, like, insight you could give to, like, how you think we do? Mm.
5: Depends on what season who you're up against and all that kind of stuff. We're in a modern era. I mean, bachelorette players are not as good as bachelor players. Like, that is just across the board. The guys are like, like you're saying, you know, people who have not even watched the show. Clayton himself has... Gone on record as saying he's only seen a few episodes, right? So they're not really students of the game. I think if you walk in there with strong strategy, you can run the table at this point. If you're a guy, interesting.
3: So, so what you're saying is, if if we consulted our doctors, we came to you guys yeah. and said, give us we'll read the book, but then we'll also do a one on one consulting. Yeah, mm-hmm. and we could get we could do some damage. Yeah,
6: I
5: mean, the Bachelorette's a little different. Our book only focuses on the Bachelor. The Bachelorette does have some different play styles that you need to be aware of when you're going in, and obviously. There's usually a guy every season, although they again in the um, bubble seasons, this wasn't really the case, but there's usually like a Chad Johnson type of guy in every season, a super like hyper aggressive, hyper competitive dude that you're going to have to like go toe to toe with at one point or another. So avoiding that guy is usually a very big strategy that will help you out because he will take people out with him
3: and he'll become physically and emotionally and mentally. Exactly. There is like a terror level. Like (laughs) Hannah Brown season. It was uh, Luke Luke Parker,
2: but you know what archetypes you would have to be package deals. Mm. You'd have to be a single father, but I would say maybe a free spirit archetype for both of you. Hmm just based on this.
4: I think Evan would yeah. probably do better than I would. Why is that? I don't know. I think I just I think I'd just get caught up in something and just end up saying <laughs> something I probably shouldn't and then it would be like
3: and it would be a, turn into a whole thing. But remember this is not our we're being played. That's true. So it really depends and Also all that is matters a,
4: is their opinion.
3: Is there like a make friends with the producers do we well should go on. move? Yeah, is that a part of it too? Like if you just like, let's say you're not really that electric, but you're hanging out and getting beers with the producer afterwards, well, and you guys connect. And then the producers like, are know. not your friends ever. Like
5: I know some players think they are, and some players think, oh, I'm still friends with this person. It's like, not. nah. The producer's entire job is to use you for ratings. Period. The producers will even in beginning casting phases initiate like trust building kind of techniques, these little manipulations, sending you a personal text message that they send to multiple players that they're trying to, to cast you simultaneously. make special. Exactly. Um, and you have to keep in mind, they don't give a fuck about you. They will recut your audio. They will cut you into whatever kind of villain they need. They'll put you in whatever place they need to put you to make that show get ratings. They really don't care. So what you basically have to do, I think if you're going to play a strategy like that, is just be straight and upfront. You can do whatever the fuck you want to me. I want to be on paradise i'm here to do to play the game basically i think you tell them that going in there's some i mean colton underwood has basically stated that's how he became the bachelor he told them i'll literally do anything make me the bachelor and they did
4: and they were like we appreciate your dedication to the game basically we'll yeah. make this happen mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly yeah <laughs> finally a true dedicated artist <laughs> it's a real <laughs> crossroads moment you're just selling your soul to the devil
5: yes I think Vial did it to some degree. I think he was maybe a little more artful in it, but he definitely was way plugged in. The, I mean, they brought him back. They let him crash. Caitlin Bristow's season after he was second place in uh, Andy Dorfman's season. Then they brought him on to paradise, engineered a season long run for him. Then they gave him the crown. Yeah, He's beloved by those people. Absolutely. By that. And we believe that they engineered Rachel Lindsay as a player on his season, season 21, to be the first black bachelorette in season 13, of bachelorette that they, Cast her specifically for that purpose and told Vial she's sticking around till hometown, she's sticking around to fantasy suite, she's getting the first impression rose. And that her entire run through that season, she's a fantastic player, don't get me wrong, but that there it was mainly engineered by the producers to give us what everyone in Bachelor Nation at
3: that point was clamoring for the first black lead. You guys are in television aside from this podcast, right? There's there, yeah. you guys yeah. are okay.
2: That's how we met,
3: right? Uh, really, what do you guys show. do?
2: Uh, mostly half hour comedy TV writing. Um, yeah. We met him on a show called
5: Bad Judge that was on NBC seven or eight years ago. He
2: created the show, it was on network television. Yeah.
3: Congrats. Amazing. Yeah, it was and an interesting experience. Met. That's, that's super that's cool. My
4: dad's a writer. Oh, cool. So I
2: get,
3: yeah, oh. with all that shit. Your
4: dad's like legend. What kind of writer? Legendary. Um, screenwriter, screenplay. Nice. So he did like, he did, his stuff was, um, He writes a lot of cop and like law shows now. Mm -hmm. But he was like, I don't know. The shows that he wrote originally that got on, like one was called Skin. He Mm -hmm. had a few pilots that made it from like a few episodes or just one full season. Yeah. And then he never got into second season. And it was a lot of it was arguing with producers. Totally. Type stuff. But he'd had like three original projects, I think it made. And then since then, he's just been like executive producing. And um. Uh, what I forget what you call it, consulting producer or something. Mm-hmm. He's basically leads the writers' room, so he gets brought in to do like that's great multi multi season script development now.
5: Oh wow, that's, that's cool. awesome!
4: And for like a lot of it's like the closer major crimes. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's like he's like found a niche in that world of law room drama.
5: Yeah,
2: was he a
4: cop? No, uh, <laughs> total hard hitting New York cop. <laughs> I, I bring little, my experience. Couldn't be farther. <laughs> like you know he is like cool LA dark Indiana, glasses like, like psychedelic guy yeah into like his new dad's york, cool shit like new york yeah. off off broadway so yeah my,
2: i mean we basically the podcast was just a hobby for us while we were working on shows and then the pandemic hit and we went on chatty broads and basically doubled our audience at that point yeah. so
4: we owe everything and there was like the no, no but we was won't let them on our podcast that was like yeah, the won't. pandemic like decimated
3: so since you guys were in tv yeah. have you guys ran into any like peers that were producers on the show or anything like that ever had like a crossover where since you're in the space now where you're like oh yeah i found out that this person I used to work with became a producer or works on the show or whatever. And then now you talk to them after and get some of those suspicions or confirmed.
4: Are you guys in the camp where reality TV is not real TV? Oh, it's very much real TV. Well, that's no, what you mean? well I mean like in the way I remember, well, anyway, answer, I just like scripted shows yep. scripted in the sense of like, we are literally writing the words you have to speak mm-hmm. versus like scripted reality TV, which is like what you're yeah. arguing. The bachelor essentially is. I mean, I don't think
5: it's like scripted in that way. Some things are scripted that way. I do think producers feed players lines and ITMs and stuff. But I mean, to me, it's like whatever. If it's on a screen, it's all content. I don't care if somebody wrote it, acted it, if it's reality TV, if it's a TikTok, it's all the same to me. But uh, yeah, I've never come across a producer that's on the show.
2: I I technically started watching the show because my mom's ex-boyfriend in college worked on it.
3: Wow! Do you ever call him up? I have (laughs) talked to him about it it. a while, but I had a
2: question for you. (laughs) I have talked to him about it, and he said all press is good press. So
5: yeah, I've I mean I've had some meetings and stuff with various people who have ties to like high level producers from the early early seasons, and I get some stories about shit that went down like in seasons one through five, and I'm just like. I knew it was fucking bad, but
2: Jesus Christ.
5: Wow. That's crazy shit. And it's like uncorroborated, you know, I I don't know if these are true stories, but like, they seem very true.
2: I think they are of people just like partying and banging. They have to be. Yeah.
3: I remember hearing that about uh, love Island too. Mm. It was like the same thing Like the early seasons. They were just like, Wasted smoking cigarettes, just like, and then, like, all of a sudden, one day it was like one champagne every five episodes. I was like, What happened? And it was like that, you just liability. got too out of control. Like, some stuff some
4: legal liability going on. Yeah,
3: should we do plug something?
4: What's that? Plug something is when so, our we allow fans, we allow listeners and followers who are also entrepreneurs to send us products from the businesses they started.
3: Oh, that's cool. So, we just we just all open right. them up we have a good time
4: and it's basically we don't know what these are so
3: hopefully no idea. none of us get infected with some yeah. crazy disease I mean, it's there's just three th- boxes of oh. anthrax yeah these have not been
6: scanned
2: nothing
3: I, uh, this is raw
4: baby someone's like hey. Shanae must not
3: be on. Yeah.
4: <laughs> it's just a human severed finger I literally got DM saying that Evan and this I, I were perpetuating nice toxic worried. culture oh. by being like we love Shanae <laughs> and all this someone was like you are the problem like yeah, it's
5: like meanwhile, a- it's like, are you watching the
4: show? Yeah, That's right. promoting her as a <laughs> villain. Yeah, and then I then definitely awesome. don't have like 20 million viewers.
3: Yeah, <laughs> and we're also not like saying we love her as in she should be the golden... Like guide of what a person yeah. should be. We're Just saying we like love what she does to show, saving the franchise. I
2: love what yeah. she says about ADHD. That's my favorite <laughs> oh, that's thing like, about her. Fucking
4: fake ADHD, whatever. She's, she's been my MVP two weeks in a row. That's I love watching her as well. She has done that. She's, I mean, she's. Very what did she insane. say? This? Year? She's like Meryl Streep, Shanae. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what oh, a fire! Fire yes. quote. <laughs> she's like, who's next on my hit list? I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know. She's like, she's like. You think I'm sorry? I'm not sorry
3: for those bitches.
4: <laughs> <laughs> like, a, she's like she's I'm like not sorry for those no, bitches. No, that's just where she's like, that was the hardest thing I think I've that yeah. was the hardest thing I've ever had to do is apologize to people I yeah. don't feel like apologizing to. It was yeah. Like, yeah. It was like, thank you. Thank you. And, and she's gonna have to answer for all of that at the window. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, dude. Yeah. I can't wait. It's finally yeah, it like, going a a to that. I'm like, yes.
5: It's gonna be the legendary yes. best episode. Of the I whole think she's season. gonna maintain her kind of not here to make friends strategy
3: on the women tell all. And you like, Yeah, I said it but
4: completely.
3: Well, what, what are your options? She's so over the top. Like yeah. I don't feel like she has any options. It's like you can't come back. You uh, guys, I'm sorry. But I mean, it was she was so outlandish. She does have an option, Sinead, If you're listening, this is your option.
5: Uh huh. You come into women tell all. You do tear play. You do the apology <laughs> and you blame it on the process. You say the process got me so emotionally swept up. I didn't even know what was happening. And I'm sorry to everybody. If I ruined your experience, that wasn't my intention. I was just doing what the producers were telling me to do. You lay it on them a little bit and you lay it on the process a little bit. Play a PTC. Okay. We haven't yeah, heard one we from We haven't our... heard a PTC yet. Play that definitely.
2: Or you say it was a piece of experimental art and it I'm was a character.
4: Yeah. You guys... Call this call their hotline because, hail mary. That'd be so
2: cool. We have so yeah. many experimental strategies. Some that, are probably more successful. That than strategy others. of
5: somebody saying at the very end, "This was all an elaborate piece of performance art." I'm going to give that about two and a half to three years, and it will happen. Mm. Rest <laughs> assured, I, I believe <laughs> you. I mean, I you saying, saying, everything is, you say, everything guys say, I believe. He's I developing some interesting. <laughs> what is your uh, okay? One to ten.
4: A one to ten emotional gauge, would you be down to divorce Jess to go on the show just to come back and remarry her?
3: You mean like if Jess was a part of it or no, like, like if you raw.
4: if you were like <laughs> I'm gonna divorce you to go on The Bachelor just to see just to implement strat and see? Not how a, not
3: followers now. Back in the OG
4: days? Mm. No, no, no. We're going to see. I How think many we're followers see would it take saying, for you, you know know what I mean? to, just, or, to To burn I my life to the ground? Up, I think huh. there'll be an uptick a resurgence again. I think it's just following a real lull i think the yeah, last, I mean, I the last few seasons were just so dry and just like completely agree drab in comparison i mean yeah. like you see we're back to like trash reality tv
2: yeah that's the thing when i want to see sloppy getting, like, messes you want a season with no villains and everyone is pleasant to each other you don't no! actually want
3: that that's- i don't
4: want to see a room full of people being like well i just want to apologize for whatever i want to see someone splash their drink on someone and storm out of the room or throw like a trophy throw their trophy down the hill or like mm-hmm. you know i I want to see the melodramatic, like angsty, just like embarrassing bullshit, basically. That's what I want more champagne gates. I want more shrimp gates. (laughs) That's what I want. That's what I want. I'll I'll
2: shake every single drink in that house.
4: (laughs) I can guarantee you're gonna
3: see some more shrimp in paradise. We're not looking for beauty, we're looking for fire.
4: Yeah. No, I wanna see a relationship work from just like I mean, going back, Ari and Lauren season to me was like (laughs) that's prime. Yeah. From all the seasons I've watched, if you have, Crystal was just like, it was good. Becca, whatever. And the producers Crystal were doing Crystal weird shit really in it
5: too as well. Super yeah, specifically weird. Specifically on that bowling date where they make Ari do the thing from Big Lebowski. They make him lick the fucking bowling ball and yeah. just like one of the most grotesque images the show has ever produced. They were really trying stuff artistically, the producers in that mm-hmm. season.
4: Damn. Mm-hmm. Let's okay, so this is plug something. All right. So do you want to go basically yeah the, the, these
3: people send us stuff we don't even know what they are but they're usually businesses every, every once in a while it's not every, it's like fan stuff but, like, but a lot though. it's just yeah. like hey here's some random stuff we'll my open. business what's the
2: weirdest thing you've opened
4: not much it was just we, we, we were already we starting off it. pretty good I mean oh, I have we no say that idea. toss it around toss it around,
1: around. alright so we all get to travel it.
4: Um, no, just had we, we, we try to emphasize that these are people's personal businesses and we had someone who just like go. worked for a business send in what their business that they work for is okay. like is. Mm. and it was like okay. Climb on it was like Walmart Performance skincare, <laughs> Mother
3: Nature skincare. When you face life's mountains, go climb bomb.
4: Climbing bomb. Mm-hmm. Climbing bomb. It's a hand cream. All right. Or not a cream, but it's a hand salve. The lotion Basically, bar. yeah. So we usually, we usually
3: encourage you give extra points for like special notes to say stuff, but uh, no notes on this one. No notes on this one.
4: But it's just like... It can be used for skin. You okay. just... You put it nice. on. It's Composed a recovery paper thing tubes. for... So yeah, you know what's your going skin. on with this. So yeah, is this, this is this is stuff you're
3: climbing a lot and your skin, your fingers get messed
4: up. Climbing's very, very abrasive for your skin. Sure, sure. And you know, you end up trying to, is, to do a lot of things to dry your skin out. Yeah, they gave you a lot. It's each a lot one of these, of each one of these would probably last me a full year. Nice. Thanks for go climb on. It's gonna work. You guys sending. did a good job branding. This is, this is really this nice, nice really packaging. Clean. It's all, you know, sustainable, biodegradable. Sweet. Next. Oh, look at that. You got a nice lotion. little letter. Let's see, let's lotion do, creme.
3: There's all sorts of shit in there. All
4: right. Hey bros. As a long time viewer of the podcast, I couldn't help but notice you're looking a little crusty. <gasps> as a fan, I feel it is my duty. I love it. To decrust you. Mm. In this package, you will find some cosmetic and beauty products, including mm. foundation and our sustainable glass packaging, reusable makeup remover wow. wipes, our new organic lemon lip scrub, and our signature handed bisop open our brand colors. Wow. Everything. E X. Evx offers falls into the category of vegan, organic, gluten-free. Mineral, or mascara. All the above, so product. Good luck oh. with speed. Mm. Some P.S., these products not be to your standards, maybe pass them along to the broads as a nice present. Definitely. Hmm. Mmm, I
3: mean, secret like broads, press makeup present. remover secret pads, foundation, buildable you foundation. Want you want some of this? You want this? Is this nice. Check this out. Check Make this makeup up. remover pads. Please don't throw these at me. <laughs> 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 oh, nice catch, by the way. Uh, around a mic. Yeah.
1: yeah.
4: Mm. what is this? Buildable foundation. Yeah, buildable foundation. Dewey Fresh feel, lip scrub more lip scrub these are all oh, things.
2: reusable that's nice
3: it's really well branded though it looks beautiful yeah,
4: yeah but how dare you come on our show and call us crusty although i do <laughs> I like this watermelon sticker that's nice that is nice never want to we'll start with an that. insult all right. all right you ready yeah
5: go for it It's cut, rip it open ready to go
4: it's like oh, christmas
2: Oh, there's a note chatty bros first off i am super stoked that you two are going to be doing weekly podcasts me too I stumbled across the Chatty Broads podcast shortly after giving birth last year and quickly began looking forward to
3: most of y'all's
2: episodes as they provided the much-needed comic relief in those early postpartum days. Second, you both are looking crusty. No. Shut up.
6: That was really
2: good. (laughs) I'm a painter and bookmaker and wanted to send in a few of my hand-bound journals for your Plug Something segment. Each journal is filled with blank, mixed-media weight paper, so they could be used as a sketchbook or photo book, Whoa. too. And the Dukes. covers are made of either hand-printed paper or upcycled books. I'm also including a discount code for the fellow journal and sketchbook-loving chatty broads and bros for 15% off. Nice.
4: Way to plug. I can't what? read this. This one's, this one's sick, just dream.com. Wow! They recycled. Yeah,
2: what did you They say?
3: recycled an old book on here. Let's give them a proper plug. What was it again? I'm sorry. The
2: code is Chatty Nation, and the website is Jess Ream, Jessream. J e s s r e a m dot com.
4: Wow! Yo, this this is for this journals. is really cool. tight. You know, I made no I made Becca books huh? for Christmas last year. It's you hard. made them? That's yeah, cool. Man, and it looks them, hard. Made them from scratch. Oh, a poetry in there too. yeah, yeah, there's a little poem in here. Wow, you know that
2: could be your limo exit. You could make a book from scratch for the oh this, oh, is, like right. this is
4: also from um she used uh, dictionaries dictionary right. pages. Fill me with beauty. Fill me oh, with my pages with sketches, musings, and all oh that my God, I know, right? So They're like nice. amazing. Thank you guys yeah, for sending this yes, job. Those
3: Those beautiful cool. stuff. You got some climbing stuff. You can take it to the gym. Yeah, absolutely. Little, or the it'll last we'll we'll year, at gym. least five to ten years. No, wow. you know, we'll put
4: it in the gym. We'll put it out oh, there. Like Someone's gonna be, it's going to be straight to their right to their target audience.
3: Awesome. Well, thank you guys. Thank you. Appreciate you so much for Thank coming you both on. For this has been artists. Personally, I, I think we should fun. do like uh they should be like our correspondents.
4: <laughs> for real.
3: We should like <laughs> <be> zoom <laughs> like We just hit you like yo. Can you guys do twenty minutes on this episode with us every once in a while? And you guys could sure. be like we'll the, do the It's it. like the doctor. We bring the doctors in to discuss certain topics. Yeah. <laughs>
6: I'm
3: down. I'm down to be the doctor. I'll be your fake doctor. The, yes, please. Yeah.
4: I'm Nothing fake about this. I've been to the doctor
3: in years, so there this is going to be, be the only MD doctor. MD
4: should be behind both your names on this book. Go hmm. buy
3: this book, How to Win the Bachelor. This is fascinating seriously when they, it, so are you guys do hardback and soft or is it just hardback no it's
5: just hardback the, just cover, the hard. thing you have
3: is like the advanced reading copy this is the advanced reading so you guys aren't a special but you guys can yep. get this one it's signed now by the way well so. there is
2: a kindle yeah. version and an audiobook which we read we yeah. did the
4: audiobook wow. so. oh really with
3: your voices every oh, yeah. other chapter right? that's right mm-hmm. cool. that so is so awesome this
4: one won't be up for grabs this one's gonna be on display this is ours for it's our, signed us. Evan and I are going to design our own set and we're going to have this will be on it. Yes. What, nice. what is 100%? going to be the set? Um, Just so much yeah. of Star Wars and Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, so far we've talked about having like a chair that's shaped like a hand. Just real like Ooh. shitty. You know, and then, right? oh. Sort of like think about like Spy Kids like a high like heel chair. Spy Kids set.
3: Nice. Well, that's what I, would want. I did i wanted us to be in a race car bed together but i just think that's not race gonna
4: work car out bed, uh, uh-huh. hand chairs we talked about dart boards with justin becca's faces on them which yeah. would be oh. cool Nice. It'd be It'd be fun, sometimes cathartic. we come on
3: here and we bitch you know
4: yeah we have to we're their you shitty know. husbands yeah exactly. you know the hand or boyfriends
3: chair, uh has a little bit of it it, it appeared
5: in a men tell all <laughs> Season I forget which season it was, but there was a guy that season that they called the Tickle Monster, and they made him sit in a hand chair at the law
3: I mean, there the dartboard also.
2: There uh, was yeah. uh, Raven Gates was on a date with Nick Vial, and they went on a <laughs> date at a bar, and Nick Vial used her as a human dart and put her into the dartboard.
6: <sighs> what? How does that? So even you guys work? could do that to he each other. He held her
5: up and used her just kind of like a. He just ran at the dartboard with like her and she had a dart held out oh, like this. How
2: romantic! Yeah. So cute idea for your dartboard well,
3: battering ram. Give him a little kiss, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I like that bullseye. idea. <laughs> yeah, it's like it depends on the day. It's kiss, exactly. bullseye. <laughs> yeah. But thank you guys, we appreciate yeah, you for thanks so much. For having us. So so nice. Nice. You guys are hilarious. <laughs> thank thanks for you. having us. That was a blast, and uh, we'll see you next
4: week. Chat soon. Bye, you guys.
5: purchase new wiper blades from o'reilly auto parts today and we'll
3: install them for free see better and drive safer with o'reilly auto parts
1: with linkedin jobs we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need marketing wizards found them software engineers found that project manager i could never seem to hire and found